0: Crossview Radio, a weekly podcast for Wayne County. I'm Joel Bauman, sitting in for Pastor John this week. Crossview Radio is a ministry of Crossview Church in Orville, Ohio. We exist to glorify God by exalting Christ and magnifying the gospel for the joy of all nations. This summer, I've had the chance to be the first ever summer intern for Crossview Church. And this is my final week as an intern. So before I go back to school, I decided to kick Pastor John out of the studio and take over this week's podcast. So as I was thinking about doing uh, topics I would do for this podcast, I had a few I had just a few thoughts pop into my mind. but from the very beginning, I pretty much knew what the subject I would would be discussing today. And the topic that I'd like to talk about today, discuss it's a mentality it's a way of thinking and it's an attitude this topic is something that I've been in the process of learning as I use it to help evaluate decisions I make as I go throughout life this way of thinking can affect the characteristics of a person and also alter the way in which a person thinks and even evaluates life so if someone uses this mindset properly, it can potentially reap great benefit, but also it can um, it can also cause a lot of dangerous thinking and it can cause a lot more harm than it can cause a lot more help and a way to think through life. So this mindset is summed up in a phrase. It's a phrase I use often with my closest friends I typically don't use this phrase around people I'm not close to because as I already mentioned I find this phrase helpful and a great reminder but I also think it's dangerous if it's not properly understood so what is this topic we will be talking about today what is the mindset I referred to earlier and what is the phrase I tell my friends to remind them I tell them simply don't settle so (laughs) that is what we will be talking about today not settling. So it's a phrase that almost acts as a formula as I seek a specific mindset as I approach life. I I think this phrase is helpful, but I think it can be taken in the wrong way. So as a Christian, as a believer in approaching the world from a Christian worldview as I as I look out and see the world, I think it's important to understand the words we use and the meanings it could imply. See, this phrase is used by the world. Many commercials use the phrase, never settle. And the message they are conveying is a cry from a lost human heart. I think it's interesting every time I see commercials to kind of see what they're trying to do, what they're trying to what emotions they're trying to attack and when these commercials are saying never settle there's a message that's behind it and what these commercials are telling us is that we won't be satisfied or you will never be satisfied if we or you don't have this product that we are selling you and so they encourage the audience to chase after dreams and chase after our desires until our desires and dreams are fulfilled. But these advertisers are saying that we cannot seek, or we cannot have fulfillment or be satisfied in life unless we have this product, but, or whatever they're selling. So some are advertising um, alcohol, cars. Um, I saw a few other uh, commercials with advertising a few other things. But my question is, what happens when those desires or those um, the the areas of life that we're seeking satisfy wear off? So, for instance, what happens if we buy a new car and it gets old? Do we continue to not settle and continue to purchase more and more cars? Or for people that enjoy alcohol that are seeking to have a, a, a small buzz, does, when that buzz wears off, is is that truly bringing satisfaction? Is that f- truly fulfilling our want and our desires? See, the mindset that the world is telling us to never settle, it actually displays that we are unsatisfied with life. In fact, we will never be satisfied. And the only way that we will be satisfied is it's found in Scripture. The Bible tells us that we will never be satisfied unless we place our satisfaction in Christ. And we as humans are by nature dead in our sin. Ephesians 2, beginning of Ephesians 2 talks about this. We are idol worshipers. We seek to gratify our flesh. And the problems the problem as humans is we face and we face our desires and we all oftentimes seek to indulge ourselves in cheap substitutes in place of the real source of truth and satisfaction. And so when those cheap substitutes wear out over time, we are we are left numb and in despair and hopelessly lost. And thus, we are seeking for something to satisfy. And so when those commercials are saying never settle, this could be taken to mean keep looking for the thing that will potentially bring a cheap substitute of satisfaction. But as believers, we know that nothing in this world will bring satisfaction unless we find our satisfaction in Christ. So the potential danger of when I say to my friends, don't settle, could be taken to mean, oh, Joel, you're just condoning a reckless lifestyle where we are supposed to just focus on ourselves and seek to fulfill our own dreams and our own desires but that's actually not the case see my definition of settling is completely opposite of that lifestyle I I believe dreams and desires aren't always wrong and in fact I think they can be good the desires and dreams of a believer should ultimately be rooted in one goal and that goal should be to bring glory to God in all that we do. 1 Corinthians 10, 31 says, So whether you eat or you drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. And if you have placed your desires and dreams elsewhere, as this um, count, or counter to what this verse does, then you have placed your desires in the wrong place. So when I say don't settle, what do I mean? that when I say that phrase. What I'm not meaning is continue to to pursue after the cry of the heart for satisfaction apart from Christ. So let me just have a quick definition of what I mean by how I define it. So here's my definite definition of when I say don't settle. So not settling is creating and keeping a standard in a specific area of life and not accepting anything less than that set standard. Now, with that being said, there's a few things I need to clarify. So, when the Christian life begins at salvation, we then go into the process of sanctification. And our goal in all of this should be to bring glory to God in our salvation and our sanctification. And... The only reason we can do this is because of grace. Titus 2, verse 11 says, For the grace of God has appeared and it is bringing salvation for all people. So grace, it it, it has appeared, it brings salvation. So grace brings salvation. Verse 12, it continues, it says, Grace also, it doesn't say that, but I'm implying that. Grace is is training us to renounce ungodliness and worldly passions and to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in the present age. You see, grace saves us and also trains us. So standards will be a part of the sanctification process. But keep in mind, the only way we can meet standards is through grace. Just because we have standards doesn't mean we will glorify God. What we need is we need a new heart. In order to glorify God and to maintain standards and even to set standards and create standards and to seek a life that is, um, if we're seeking after satisfaction, the only way that this can take place is we need to be saved from sin. And so salvation must take place in a person's life. So if we're, if we're to obey the commands of God in Scripture and set standards, we need the good news of what the whole Bible is declaring, that Jesus Christ has come as the sinless sacrifice to rescue sinners. He came to fulfill all the prophecies about himself. He came to demonstrate his divine power He came to display his character, but most importantly, he came to take away the sin of the world. Man has a broken relationship with God. And because of sin and God's wrath, God's wrath is directed towards our sin, towards man. And so this wrath that was directed towards our sin, God poured that wrath out on his son, Jesus, on the cross. And Jesus took on the sin of humanity. And through this act, God offers salvation as a free gift because his wrath has been appeased. And so in order to receive salvation, a person must first believe in the works of Jesus and then they must repent and turn from their sin. And as I already mentioned, salvation is by the grace of God. It's not earned through works. Ephesians two nine brings that up. And by Jesus' righteousness, we are justified. So once we have embraced this whole message of the gospel, the good news, we can start to begin to have a proper understanding of what it means not to settle. So standards are good. But as I've already mentioned, standards need to be viewed with certain specific lens. If we are seeking, if we are in this, once we are saved, we're in the sanctification process. Process. We must be seeking to want to glorify God and love God, because of our love for God, we're going to want to create standards. And as I already mentioned, those standards aren't what is saving us. It's a result of God's grace through salvation and through sanctification. So, so what are areas? Where we should create standards. Well, I think. Well, actually, the Bible tells us we must keep the standards and commands given in Scripture. That must be clear. So, in order for us not to settle, we must, and most importantly, defend, and we must be willing to die for the doctrines of of um that are given in scripture the essential core doctrines of our faith. And that is that is a podcast session in and of itself that I won't go into much more detail, but I really what I really want to talk about for the rest of our time here today is not settling creating st- personal standards and not settling with personal standards. And I think this is a delicate topic and issue because if it's misunderstood it can we can oppose our own personal convictions and standards on other people, which leads to uh, a a unhealthy way to live life. And if we are looking to um, to our own standards and comparing them to other people's standards, that is not that is not the, the the end goal. The end goal is for our own personal standards to bring glory to God, so that we must so that we will love God. And as I've already mentioned, this is only possible because of the grace that um, has been given us uh, by God. So, what are some personal standards that we should seek to create and follow? This past year, one of my friends, he he challenged me to to seek and grow in a couple areas of my life. And we kind of used this system, or he used three terms to kind of sum up every category broadly of Um, of my life and he used the terms mind body and spirit and so uh, we were roommates last our last fall my junior year in college and so we spent a lot of time together and each day we would seek ways we could develop standards in each of those categories so we would seek to grow in these areas and and the goal was to help us to love God more and it wasn't this um, pursuit of of a rigid legalistic standard life but so let me just take the first one um what what would, did we do with the mind so we would seek to be diligent in our schoolwork, and we would seek ways to develop our minds so we'd set um we would set standards that we would expectations for ourselves that we would meet and we would seek not to accept anything less than that and so we wouldn't settle and then secondly body we would work out on specific mornings and we would sometimes play tennis on certain days and so let's just say for instance we decided to work out at six o'clock in the morning the alarm goes off obviously we're dead tired you know if we didn't get up <laughs> that would mean we were settling and let me tell you when you have someone look at you in the eye and tell you joel you're settling that would usually motivate me to get out of bed at six o'clock in the morning and to to go and work out and and try to be a healthy individual. Don't tell my mom that that. So I think she'll be telling um, telling me a lot more don't settles to get me to do uh, do stuff. So <laughs> um, and then lastly, spiritually, uh, we encourage each other to set times to to read our Bibles, set times to spend time in prayer and meditation. And so we would seek in those three ways: mind, body, spirit. We kind of seek standards to set up so that we could meet those ways, and it was just a practical way on um, how to live. And at the end of the day, we would evaluate how we did, and it was it was helpful. So, what I, I wanted to suggest for you is um, to 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 make standards, to create standards for yourself. So, one of the problems I see with some people is, you know, I'll, I'll kind of be talking about this this topic of not settling, and they're they don't always understand it because if you don't have a standard then you won't be able to keep that standard and if you don't have any standards in life that's a problem in and of itself and one that i won't really get into because i'll run out of time and probably pastor john will kick me out of the studio so let's just take some practical air that i already mentioned um that you can maybe seek for ways to develop um develop in. so let's just take a number one the mind seek to w- seek ways to develop your mind um I think there's many outlets and ways we can do that. A lot of us, I'm sure some of you listening, have jobs where you have to use your mind to, to think through difficult problems. But I'm more referring to when you have downtime. You know, I think it's helpful to pick up a book and read it. I'm probably the last person that should be saying that. But I think it's it's helpful to continue to grow our understanding and pursuit of knowledge, but in our pursuit of knowledge to understand, it's not because we want to know more about um, just life just to know. It's because we want to know more about God. And I think it's important to develop, um, develop standards and find ways to develop how we can um, seek to continue to um, train our mind and not to settle and fritter time away. Um, secondly, body. If you're dieting, I encourage you, stick to that diet. And when someone offers you a uh, a Coke, don't accept it. Graciously say, I'm on a diet and I'm not drinking pop right now. So I think that's a a practical area where we can create a standard and seek not to settle in those standards. Um, also exercising, maybe it's practical. You're um, spending more time in front of a TV than you are exercising create if you have time create some time to exercise and um, and 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 live seek to live a healthy a healthy life because what captures we're going as a church at acrossby we're going through a book right now called the book of all and because we need to understand where our awe is if our awe is not in, found that um, found in worshiping God, we will be worshiping something else. And so I think it's very important that we seek to develop our mind, also seek to be healthy. And ultimately, this is a result of that we love God. It's not that we love ourselves, it's because we love God. And as I already mentioned, this is because of grace. And then spirit, um, make spot, make time specific specific times to read God's word, to pray and to meditate. And once you have a schedule, uh, stick to that schedule. If your t- um, alarm goes off and you're tired and you're tempted to hit snooze, I'd encourage you to to seek to to not hit snooze and to wake up and to seek to spend time with God and. To pray and to meditate, even though you are tired. So there's there's some practical areas where I want to encourage us to create some standards, and um, to not settle in those standards. Another thing that I really find practical that I tell a lot of my peers, um, just kind of because of the age, um, the age that I am and the age of my friends and peers are, is I encourage people not to settle when it comes to uh, relationships. And more specifically, when it comes to meeting the one which ends up to marrying the, uh, ends up in marriage. So I think it's very important and crucial not to settle when you're thinking through the process of who you're going to marry. So this is obviously directed for the unmarried people that's listening and for my age group. So if you, if you desire to live the rest of your life with another person with a husband or wife, I want to encourage you not to settle in this area. I've seen relationships that are not stable, partly because both parties didn't know. They didn't have standards when they went into the relationship, so they didn't know what they want. And so when you don't know what you want, you're going to be just lost. And I think it's very important to know what you want when you go into dating. And if you don't know, if you're dating and you don't know what you want, in a person that you want to, to date or marry, you shouldn't be you shouldn't be um, dating those people or dating because it's critical critical to know what um, the what what um, is important when it comes to marriage. And I think just thinking out loud, there's five things five standards that I had have come up with that I want to I want the girl I married to meet. And number one, I think it's very important that for all of us is that we love God and we love God with all of our heart and love people. So that would be one of the characteristics that I would, um, that I find necessary and a standard that I will not settle for anything less than that. Also, another thing, another standard that I find very important for the person that I want to marry is character. Is the person I marry a virtuous woman, is she a wise woman? Is she a Proverbs 31 woman? And then, thirdly, personality practically speaking, do we get along? Can we be best friends for life? And then, fourthly, family it's very important to me that the girl I marry fits into my family and that she can, uh, that my family loves her and it works out because it's very important that the people that know you the most and love you the most and that are speaking truth into your life, approve of the relationship. Because of, because of the danger, um, because they know you the best, they're going to see things that you don't see. And then lastly, to me, it was important to be attracted to the person that I marry. It is important. And so those are kind of just five areas that I've, before I even, a year or two ago, I, I wrote down and I, as I was going through, as I uh, evaluate um, going through a relationship, those are things that I'm really looking for. So those are important to me. And I, I do want to clarify that if you are looking for the perfect person, you will never find the perfect person because we all, we are all tainted with sin. And when I'm talking about not settling when it comes to relationships, I think it's very important that we understand that we we don't settle, or we we have expectations, but we don't have expectations that are so detailed to where we're willing to um, give up on the other person. So I think it's important to have um, important expectations, or to have rigid expectations, and to keep those. So, and then lastly, don't settle for anything less than your and than your best. In life, we are to love God. And to make that our mission, that is what we are called to do as believers. And I want us to remind us in closing that as we, as we um, create standards, um, standards will be a part of the sanctification process. And if we love God, we will, we will have standards. But let me clarify, but those standards won't make us love God. As I mentioned before, grace is what saves us, sanctifies us. Grace is what also motivates us to live a holy life. Grace is what gives us the ability to love God. Until we have a new heart, we will fail. Living a strict, legalistic life doesn't lead to to life of victory over sin and not settling. So how do we overcome sin and find victory in keeping our standards? 1 John 5, 4 answered this. For everyone who has been born of God overcomes the world and this is the victory that has overcome the world our faith. So who is doing the birthing in this verse? God is. Where does the victory come through? Come through it's through faith. And what is the object of this faith? It is Jesus. So if we are born of God, it's because he gives us the victory through the Lord Jesus Christ. He did what we could not do. He overcame the power of sin. And because of that, we as believers can overcome sin. And we can also set standards with the end goal of glorifying God, all because of His grace. That's all I have for today. Thanks for listening to Crossview Radio. I'm Joel Bauman, and I'm sitting in for Pastor John today. Crossview Church meets Sundays at 10 a.m. at the Orville YMCA. To find out more about Crossview Church, visit visit us at crossvieworville.com. Thanks again, and as a reminder...